VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, Elsa Knows in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. The NFL is taking over Saturdays. Saturdays are for the NFL. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. the press tailor to AJ Zach. And with me, as always, is AJ. Aaron Rodgers was right about medicine. Marchese. He's the master of all medicines, in my opinion. He's practicing. And no one can do anything. No one knows their body better. We we all owe Aaron a big apology. I'm going to say it. Today we're talking all the noteworthy NFL rookies from week 12 of the NFL season. Let's hit it. Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Driving out to Casey, maybe. Looking for Stroud or a Bryce Young. Who's going to wear a Hawaiian shirt today? Who's going to put ketchup on a stick? Who's going to find a steal in the fifth? The home team. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. Today's episode of Seven Runs of Heaven is brought to you by Blitz, yes. the official mascot of the Seattle Seahawks, a team in the National Football Conference of the National Football League, a large blue bird. Blitz made his debut on September 13, 1998 at the Seahawks' home opener at the Kingdome, and he's only thrived since. Yep. A second mascot named Boom was introduced in 2014 as an official sidekick to blitz not a fan of boom you know seattle has a live mascot too right yes i do tama the hawk love tama a seahawk is a great um team name logo seattle really killed it there amen the kraken Mm -hmm. the mariners yeah they don't miss they don't miss the Supersonics. Too, too bad they don't have a basketball team. <laughs> the Sounders. Amazing. Um, let's move into it, Rob. All right. Senior Bowl acceptances. Quick. We got a couple. Jim Nagy doesn't sleep. Why is Deion Sanders in the pregame? What is happening in Seattle or Dallas? Um, is he recruiting? Probably should be. Probably should uh, be. Senior yeah. Bowl acceptances. TCU tackle Brandon Coleman. Western Michigan defensive lineman Marshawn Nealand, NC State linebacker Peyton Wilson, who we talked about yesterday, mm-hmm. Texas corner Jide Barron, Missouri corner Enos Rakes Raw Jr., such a good last name, and Texas Tech punter Austin McNamara. Uh, yeah, we talked a lot of Wilson yesterday. That's obviously a huge get. Um, Coleman's think, my guy, so I'm, I'm hyped about that one. Yeah, Coleman's a great get. I knew I was going to leave you Coleman. How about Barron? That's a, he's a really fun uh, nickel type of player. Makes a lot of plays. Um, good athlete. Yeah, I think I think this is a, it's going to shape up to be a pretty good nickel group, and I, I think that's a fun get. And I just want to say, I feel like the Mac low-key has a really fun defensive lineman every year. This mm-hmm. year was Neyland. Last year was Carl Brooks. We'll talk about him probably a little bit. Um, I think they had three defensive linemen from the Mac draft last year. And obviously Max Crosby's from the Mac. 
Mr. Mr. Relevant. Yeah. yeah, last year, yep. So Mac up. Mac baby. Mac up. Uh you know who's not from the Mac? <laughs> no. All the rookies in the rookie QB rundown. That's why oh. they all stay. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy DeVito's got big Mac vibes, so you gotta you gotta you gotta Tom, agree. Tommy DeVito specifically, uh Eastern Michigan. <laughs> Definitely. Um, all right, let's start. I'll go first. I, do you mind if I do Bryce Young and Will Levis at the same time? They played each other. No, please. Oh, back, back, like back and forth. Like as the as the game went. <laughs> okay, starting with Bryce Young. Uh, well, they got the ball first. Did. Yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> uh, he went eighteen of thirty-one for a buck ninety-four. Ran for twenty-three yards against the Titans in a game that ended with Frank Reich being fired. Um, it's funny, like, it, statistically, not a good game. Watching it, like, my takeaway was, man, this team is boring. Nothing, mm-hmm. like, Brace isn't, Brace isn't, like, blatantly missing throws or anything. But it's a lot of, like, the play call. They did some insane play callings when Clive Frank got fired. There's this weird thing to Miles Sanders. I don't even know what to call it. There was a, he, sorry, go ahead, please, finish. Where he lost, like, several yards. That's sick. Um, and like Danico Autry just shot a gap and no one blocked him. Uh, but beyond that, I mean, everyone saw the Jonathan Mingo drop mm-hmm. where he just looked like he doesn't know how to play football. Um, point being, there's not a lot of help when we've said this all year. There's not a lot of help yeah. for Bryce Young in terms of um, receivers, play calling, offensive line play. Uh, he was running around kind of extending plays for because he had to but a lot of the time like not ending in anything super exciting there's there's a couple i think there was two throws to mingo that were like intermediate throws that are pretty good um i will say like despite the amount of pressure he is under and like the lack of the lack of size very much stands out and the lack of not not to say he has like a below average arm but he doesn't have an elite arm yeah um which i think also stands out when you're watching Will Levis on the opposite yeah. series. Um, but, like, he seems poised. And that is the, the best thing I can say about him is I get kind of... And we both know I don't think Kenny Pickett's very good, but that's the vibe I get. Like, the Kenny Pickett rookie year last season where it was, like, on paper it was bad. Mo- like, most of the games were bad, but he'd have these moments where you're like... The floor is high enough that, like, he isn't Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. And if everything around him is clicking, you can get something out of him. And I think we saw that a little bit out of Kenny Pickett this past week once Matt Canada was fired. And that was kind of my takeaway this week with Bryce Young. Is like, I think he's one of the 32 best quarterbacks in the NFL. But seeing where he can go, like, how high he can go... We won't be able to find that out until the infrastructure around him is fixed. And given what we know about David Tepper, that might never happen. Yeah, I I saw a surprising amount of people on the old Twitter machine. Like, I don't want to say de- defending Frank Reich, but but a little bit. And I feel like those people weren't, haven't been watching this Panthers team this year. And um, I don't know. Like, even people are like, oh, he didn't get his quarterback. Okay, well, you just give up. Because <laughs> like, the play calling has been a total give up since the start of the year. I think they're like the lowest... Uh, rate of, of play action and RPO this year, and that's that's great when you have a you know a, a rookie quarterback. Definitely don't want to give them easy throws and you know 
and it's funny because you see contrastingly CJ Stroud with yeah. what Slowick's been able to do, and it's yeah. like lots of play actions involved. And obviously, it's a better situation. But like, also, it's like I found a lot of it is Bryce Young and shotgun it takes the snap within two seconds. His offensive line yeah. sniffing on blocks. He's under pressure. Like. Good luck blocking Jeffrey Simmons with Cade Mays. I'll say that. Like, Jeffrey Simmons just... There was yeah. one rep where Bryce Young, like, got it off, but Jeffrey Simmons, like, threw Cade Mays and then smeared him. And it's just like, I don't know what you're expecting out of this offense with that when Adam Thielen's your only capable playmaker. Like, the Miles Sanders contract, I feel like it's gone under the radar how bad of a, yeah. like how bad he's been how irrelevant he's been i don't even say he's bad he's just been irrelevant yeah. i don't this offense is 29th in 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 uh, epa play this year behind or ahead of only the patriots giants and jets luckily for them uh bill belichick's our next head coach so um i don't know how this offensive line has taken such a massive step backwards like after like i think that's going to be on the coaching staff right absolutely but, yeah like seeing if he like he looks bad. Like, not... he, he struggled early as a rookie, but by the end of the season, we're like, oh, man, like this might be a franchise guy. And then this year, he's just been bad. Every time I saw, you know, I hope this was your game, so Redstone was flipping to it. Every time it flipped, it was just like he getting his ass kicked. And it's like, everyone thought this was such a, like, a studly uh, coaching staff. Yeah, like, us included. <laughs> so it's interesting. Um, other side of it, like, Will Levis statistically wasn't that much better, 18 of 28 at buck 85. But I came away being like, man, I have so much more hope for Will Levis. Like, watching that, I would come away thinking Will Levis was the number one pick just simply because of the zip he can put on the ball. Yeah. Like, he was, he's ripping these six yard completions, baby. <laughs> he <laughs> and does. Like, and the, t- the Titans have a similar situation in, in that there's not a lot, uh, in terms of uh, talented offensive linemen, yeah, um, the receiver room's pretty bland outside of New Hopkins, um, but I, I don't know. Like Will Levis, I came away being like, he has all the physical tools. He's not turning. He did not really put the ball in conflict whatsoever. He was under pressure a lot more on that. He had a rookie left side of his offensive line in this one, um, and I, I just. Felt like he, he's he's at least like kind of competent. Yeah, I I'd like to see them if they can kind of build up that offensive line a little better, like mix in deeper play action pass game. Yeah, because man, he can rock at that thing, and he looks good on play action. He yeah. has, yeah. yeah. He's been very consistently good on PA. He he definitely looks like he can get to you know Ryan Tannehill at his peak. Like yeah, peak Ryan Tannehill, Levis can easily, I think, achieve that. Yeah, which would be a huge slam dunk out of a second round quarterback for sure. Yeah. Um. um yeah. You got more? So I, don't, I don't know. No, I'm just gonna say like, I know Will Levis hasn't played a bunch of games, but hands down, I'm feeling more confident in him as a starter next season than I am Bryce Young. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I. I don't, I agree. I, I think I think Young's going to be the starter, but yes, I agree with you. Uh, going to be really interesting just to see who the hell they get in there. Didn't get Ben Johnson last year. Does Tepper just drop the bag this year? It's going to be interesting. Um, you did uh, Young and Levis together. Do you mind if I do Stroud and Devito together, just to like you know the, the two guys in the Office of Rookie of the Year race? Please. Uh, <laughs> Wait, why? Just That's... fucking with you, uh, oh, CJ Stroud, baby. I finally got my eyes on the prized boy and. He did not disappoint, Rob. Um, 
26 to 36, 304, two touchdowns, added a rushing touchdown as well. And I think that uh, he, he uses legs. Okay, I don't know, man. It, it, he, I just got a lot to say, but nothing at all because it's a lot of what you've said. It's a lot of what you've said over the course of the season where fun. he's damn fun, first of all. He's damn good, second of all. And I, the footwork is so impressive. I think that's my biggest takeaway. He's so good the NFL's rigged it against him right now with these refs. <laughs> yeah, like, I was going to talk about that when I talked tank. But, yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, like, yeah, he, he was unreal. There was like, the, the best play he made came back. I mean, that was also just an unreal play by tank. On that, you know, the, the motion, I don't know, they call it illegal shift, whatever. Um, no, but Stroud was unreal. And I, I think... Both his footwork inside the pocket and maneuvering the pocket is just so damn controlled, and that just leaves him open as a passer. Like, he made a lot of throws off the spot, but, like, not quite outside the pocket, and and throws outside the pocket as well. He did a really good job just using his legs in this game, almost 50 yards rushing, and like I said, the touchdown where he just, I think it was fourth down, just decided to keep it on a play action, and it was easy walk-in. Um... I don't know, coming away watching the game, it's like, yeah, if Bryce Young made three of these throws, it'd be like, yeah, he's he's back, baby, you know? Like, it would say Frank Rake's job. Um, he's unreal. He's so good, and that, that duo with Dell is unreal. Um, Nico Collins is great. Like, it's crazy how how many players they have that are just stepping up huge. Titus Howard got hurt in this game, too, and, it, and um, Drew Scruggs was playing, and didn't seem to really, uh, didn't seem to miss a beat too much. Um, Stroud is the real deal. I, I th- There's no doubt about it, and yeah, just his ability to keep his feet under him perfectly and just stay perfectly balanced and always have a like a proper platform to to deliver. You saw that kind of on the uh, the Nico Collins throw where he just kept kept kind of maneuvering and stepping up and moved out a bit and and, and you know was kind of outstretched, but you know just had him and it, you know he almost has that like. You know the old Madden games and whatever where you can just like throw the button when you're moving it from any position and it's like he's just perfectly under balance? It's like that. You know what I mean? Like he just has a perfect throwing platform from from not from anything and yeah, unreal. Um was doing everything you could possibly ask of him and uh it's what a race in the AFC South. I don't know, Stroud's show was awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, offensive rookie of the year on lock. I think yeah. seeing him and Trevor Lawrence battle it out for the next decade is going to be really fun. Yeah, Lawrence had a great uh, game, too. And, uh, I mean, every week now, it's the consistency in which he dominates, and it's the quality of the throws he's making. And he's, he's a top-ten quarterback in the NFL. I think. I think so, too. And, I like, uh, Lawrence was really damn good. It just felt easier for him in this game. Like, I thought... Stroud was probably the better quarterback, and I think that's um, not 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 that Lawrence wasn't very very good, and Lawrence won the game, but Les Stroud was probably better. Um, yeah, no, it's really impressive, and I think the big issue is uh, if they can keep Bobby Slowick. I think that's gonna be their biggest ask. Sorry, different Shanahan tree person. <laughs> probably. Um, what about Aiden O'Connell with the Chiefs? You know what? Last week I came out and said, you know, I feel like you haven't gotten to, to enjoy the AOC experience, but last week I came out and said, you know, he looked good, poised, you know, making good throws, and I think he can be a spot starter for a long time. And this week I'm even more convinced of that, and maybe he can be one of the best backups in the league for a long time, because I thought he had a really, really solid performance. There's something there with AOC. Um, you saw that one throw to Devontae Adams down the sideline. That was unreal. Um it's just really consistent, man. Like, like same stuff. He just gained the ball out on time. Um, 
You know what I think is really impressive? I think he only was sacked one time in this game. And that's a Raiders offensive line that uh, <laughs> when Jimmy G was back there, it was not doing well. Um, it just I'll Also, like just massive kudos to how much better this team is with him at the helm. I know, I know it was also McDaniels, but <laughs> with him at the helm compared to Jimmy Garoppolo. Because um, he really turned around. And they were in this game the whole way. and um, Well, not the whole way, but <laughs> most of the game. And... It wasn't the, you know, the offense was going toe-to-toe with the Chiefs for most of the stretch, and he was just, like, really consistent and, and not being afraid to make the throws, and that was kind of what he was doing in college, too, is, you know, uh, at Purdue. Not being af- afraid to throw it. There's something there with O'Connell. I think this is a long-time NFL quarterback. I still don't think this is a guy, you know, you're going into the offseason saying, you know, like, maybe like a Desmond Rittery where, like, you know, okay, we're going to give him a full season to start. I don't think you're there with O'Connell. Um, I think you're looking for your franchise quarterback, but I think confidently you have um, you have a long term good backup that you're confident in a spot start. It's like I just keep elevating the ladder every time. Maybe maybe by the end of the season I'm like, yeah, this is the dude because he keeps looking solid. It's you know, t- t- 23 of 33, 238 at a touchdown. It wasn't anything spectacular except for that one throw, but just consistently good and making consistent plays and not putting like not making stupid plays. Um, He's better than Bryce Young. That's what else can I say? That's it. Yeah, man. Uh, moving to his East West Ramble partner at quarterback, Dorian Thompson Robinson, who played against the Broncos before leaving with a concussion. Sounds like he won't play this week mm-hmm. if we get Joe Flacco started that <laughs> rules. Um, he finished fourteen and twenty nine for a buck thirty four and a score. Added twenty one on the ground. Uh, they were kind of just in a hole early against yeah. the Broncos, and it never felt like like he was under a lot of pressure. I didn't think the offensive line looked very good. Um, the play calling was a little. Uh, uh, Amari Cooper got injured. Yeah. Bright spot was like him and Cedric Tillman, who I'll touch on in a bit. Looked like they had a some pretty good chemistry, and it was like kind of the first sighting of Cedric Tillman we've had all year. He made some good throws off platform. He when he was using his legs, it looked good. Um, the 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 touchdown was just like kind of a layup, uh, but he. Uh, I just it's, it's hard because now he's coming off a concussion, and I don't really think he'll start again this year, um, but. Like, I just wish they'd, like, lean more and more into the mobility. He's one of the yeah. best athletes at quarterback in the NFL right now. Yeah. I don't like. I don't know why they haven't game planned that at all. They've had the time now. I, f- I feel like Stefanski's running the system, you know? And then yeah. also, like, when he got hurt, like, the offense went the hell. Though. Like, he is better than P.J. Walker, for sure. Like, P.J. Walker, they, like, were running, like, the Kansas like trick play offense, Jason Bean style, <laughs> uh, and it didn't end well. There's a bad fumble, Pierre Strong, but um, yeah, I don't know. I'd like to see more of him. He feels like a long term development guy where mm-hmm. it might take a couple years, but he's going to turn into a solid spot starter. That's fair. Yeah. What about Tommy De- Devito? <laughs> Tommy Devito is uh is a New Jersey sensation, Rob. He's taking. The state by storm, the hometown kid. Um, they he's not bad. He's not bad, man. Like he's <laughs> he's playing way more. You're Italian. That's what you're saying. Man. Okay, please. Uh, yes, but that's okay. He's playing way more competently than I expected when I was watching him two, three weeks ago. Um, it wasn't bad last week either. I mean, he's last in EPA for play among <laughs> the quarterbacks, but. <laughs> 
But that's still impressive. It's <laughs> still impressive that he's, uh, he's even on the chart, buddy. Uh, I don't know. It's let, let the Giants have something, you know, let the Giants enjoy something for a little bit here because they don't have much else to cheer for. Um, they won. That's all that matters. So. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's a cool story at the end of the day. It's it is cool a cool story. Tommy DeVito, the New Jersey kid, the Italian stallion, is starting for the New York Giants, who probably, I assume, have the biggest Italian fan base in the NFL. Um, Italian folk are smart enough not to choose the Jets. <laughs> and, like, he's also, like, I stand by this. He's the worst college quarterback I've ever seen start NFL games. Like I'm pretty sure, and he's, he should be proud of it. And he's a he's, he's been way better than I expected. Yeah, the week where they like let him throw seven passes and he completed one or whatever it was. I thought that I was, thought like, it was gonna be like yeah. every week. And like he's clearly a guy who can stick around a bit in the NFL. They're letting him go in and throw the ball around, and it's yeah, clearly I agree. He's Dable's doing a good job with it too. I think the Giants should just sit for, for shits and gigs. He should be their backup for uh, for Dable's entire tenure. <laughs> sell some, sell some Tommy D jerseys. Uh, I'm gonna say this: with how bad the Giants had looked, I think how like not dumpster fiery they've been with Tommy DeVito at quarterback is helping the perception of Brian Dable. Yeah, I think so too. Like, like it is better that Tommy DeVito is starting right now and this is happening than if it was a little better with Daniel Jones. Uh, yes, I think so too. Um, it's just like I mean, the Daniel Jones deal looks horrendous, but. I agree with you. I don't, uh, well, you know what? They beat the Patriots. Maybe they played themselves out of uh, getting a top quarterback, but I don't know that Daniel Jones would be certain. Um, no, I don't. Th- I don't think so either. Uh, but yeah, no, like you know, pack the hoagie shops. Tommy D's here to stay. That's what I gotta say. All right, let's get the offensive rookie of the week. Um, I'll start, and I'm going with uh, John Robinson, who kind of a, a bit of a. I don't want to call it a slow start. It was more like uh, Arthur Smith start, where like they weren't using him, <laughs> yeah. and it was just like, "What is going on? Like, can we please play this guy?" And then, as the as the game went on, he got used more and more. He had an easy touchdown early on, but then it was just like kind of zone runs, getting chunk yardage after chunk yardage. And I think two things that stood out the most were his ability to pace carries and and kind of. Um, set up his blocks well just being uh not just patient he's like subtle almost with his like click to turn it up field i don't know if that makes sense um but then the ability when he did turn it up field just kind of hit instant uh top speed and showing off that that quick twitch explosion um the the offensive line did a good job too matthew bergeron i don't have him anywhere but he's looked pretty good this year um, but yeah, like Bijan Robinson and kind of carried them to this win. And I don't know if I'm assuming you saw his touchdown catch. I did, yeah. That was pretty badass. It was badass. The one hander kind of on the back of his hip. Um, I just come away like wishing they'd run him more, but they also they won and like maybe they're saving him for their playoff run, AJ. Uh, no, they're not. Like, we, <laughs> I don't know what the Falcons are doing, but. Even though Bijan Robinson may not be having the dominant Saquon Barkley Saquon Barkley rookie season that some people expected, like he is all he has done given given the opportunities he's had is prove that 
he like has the ability to be a top ten running back in the NFL. Yeah, he's he's as advertised. It's just also Arthur Smith is as advertised when they made that pick. You know, it's like, oh yeah, they're gonna fuck this up. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I guess there was some glimmers of hope, but I don't. I don't know. Um, imagine that offense when they have someone that can actually uh, orchestrate it. Unfortunately, they're gonna make the playoffs, and uh, you can never fire the Smith baby. Um, my guy wasn't the best statistically per se, but I got to see Texans, so I'm just picking Texans, Rob. Um, I, I'm, I know you'll black me out of that again <laughs> for, for the rest of the season, so I got to talk him when I can. Um, so I'm going with our guy Tank Dell, um, who I don't, I don't know if we can claim as our guy, but been one of the most enjoyable guys, rookies to watch this year, absolutely. And you know, I was already ta- touching upon with the Stroud and Dell connection, and it was on full display. And it started early where I was just, you know, going back to Stroud. It's more of a Stroud play than a to a Dell play than than anything, but. You know, Stroud extending the extending the play, kind of hit a six spin move in the backfield, <laughs> rolled out and then back against the green, and then the whole time just um, Dell was working with him and found a soft spot right at the goal line, hauled it in, touchdown. Um, but I thought like just like in and out consistently, like he, the route running. You touched upon this last week, I think. Route running is just super exp- um, impressive. Just how much uh, separation he can make out of his breaks is so impressive, and uh, and then of course that that play that got called back on. Somehow it was an illegal shift. I'm not really sure. It, it, I didn't even think it was cheat motion. It was like just a regular ass shift. It got downfield. Stroud somehow found him and chucked it deep. And just in 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 a bunch of traffic, he goes up and makes that play. And that's a play I don't think you know a guy of his stature I ever expected him to be making. And it's a play that I think he can make week in, week out, or every couple of weeks at least. He's been unreal. And Again, I'm just giving it to the guy I enjoyed watching the most because I thought he was so much fun. And he's just... What a special rookie season between the two of them. So, I love it. I'll go with uh, the guy I enjoyed watching the most from a defensive rookie of the week. Jalen Carter. Yeah. It's a good pick. Um, in the grand scheme of things, his blocked field goal technically won them the game. Mm-hmm. Where he like literally just leaped straight up through a pond up up in the air and like rejected it like a like a three point shot. It was sick. It was sick. Um, but he also like just kept bullying the interior of the Bills' offensive line. Yeah. Um, got into the backfield for a TFL, uh, where he kind of just uh, I think it was Osiris Torrance. Um, Better not just be. kind of. Beat him pretty easily. Uh, he is everything we've hoped he'd be. Yeah, yeah. I just had to pull it up to confirm. Yeah, it was Osiris Torrance, and he just like gave him a, a big club to the back and was in, in the backfield immediately. And then there was the other one where uh, he, him, and Jordan Davis just like Jordan Davis like threw Mitch Morris. I'm pretty sure. And uh, Jalen Carter came like off his backside for the, for a TFL. Um, they just those two are just. Silly, silly uh, pairing. Do you remember and them in college, Rob? Isn't that ridiculous? Wait, that they, like <laughs> they went to college together. Yeah, man, Georgia. They they won back to back national championships. Who? Um, but yeah, like Jalen Carter is absolutely everything. Like he was the most talented player in the class on the mm-hmm. field, and he continues to be that way. Lend in the perfect spot. He's playing more and more snaps each week too. Like earlier yeah. in the year, he it was more of like a. 
I feel like it was like kind of a, a, a 50-50 rotation with him. He's played 80, 80% of the snaps this week against the Bills. In yeah. their, what, I, I'll say it, the, the, it was like the Eagles' biggest win and game of the season to this point, pretty much. They got the Niners this week. Uh, Going to need another huge game. I, I don't know if anyone on that Eagles defense is playing better than him right now. Is that fair uh, to say? I, I think, no, I think that's right. Yeah, no, I'm 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 gonna go ahead and I'm gonna fully agree with you. Um, I, I was gonna push back, but like no, when I actually think of it, it <laughs> he was the best player on the defense on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, like, what do you think uh, the odds are now for him as defensive rookie of the year and uh, Stroud as offensive? Okay, well, Stroud's oh. minus what? Oh, Jalen Carter's not as favorite as I. Thought he might have been. No, I don't think he, Stroud is minus a hundred thousand. Actually, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just guessing. And uh, and Carter, I think it's got to be 10, like yeah, same thing. It's the difference. Um, <laughs> add a digit. Uh, Carter's got to be. I don't know. Minus. I don't know. Five hundred. Two fifty. Yeah, I figured somewhere in that range. Devin Witherspoon plus 200, and then no one else is close. Yeah, that's it. It's a two-horse race. Um, Seattle being stinky, stinky boys doesn't help. But guess what? We just got flexed into Monday Night Football against the Eagles, so we get the head-to-head matchup. Whoever wins the game, give them defensive rookie of the year. Um, I'm going for, I think, the next man in the in the running. I told you, I'm just going Texans, because I know I'll never get to talk about them again. Will Anderson is very, very good, Rob. He's not the absolute flashiest dude, but if you just focus on him, he's kicking ass down to down, uh, rap to rap, series to series. He's awesome. Um, wasn't, like, overly a monster in the pass rush game or anything, but had a, had a really nice play where he just kind of kicked ass, just explosive off the edge. Uh, beat two, two Jaguars tackles on him, and they like neither barely did anything. Got around the edge and um, kind of forced Lawrence up and out, and and like did it was I think I don't know if you know if he got a credit for a hit, but it was, he made the play for a bad throw. Um, but really credit to what he did in the run game. I thought he was just um, he's just a monster. I think he's already there. I think he's a top ten run defending edge in the league, if not higher. Um, super impressive stuff. Had a TFL. Um, just. He, he's just so remarkably good. And like for a guy that's not a huge dude, he sets the edge so damn well, and he's constantly making plays, and Will Anderson's a monster. Uh, the, the Texans the Texans nailed the draft, man. That's all I can say. And now I never get to talk about them again because you'll, you'll just draft them first yes, every week. Please don't. You know who didn't nail the draft? The, uh, the Los Angeles Chargers, who could really use an explosive receiver to complement Keenan Allen, but Quentin Johnson has not been that. No, he hasn't. He is uh, – I've, I've got him for worst rookie of the week. Three targets, one catch, seven yards. I had him with two drops, um, and he only played 44% of the snaps. He is such a nothing on the field. I put him for underwhelming, but I don't know how that's a part of underwhelming because he is just nothing. It just going back to I put, I put two guys that are like just pre-draft, high expectations, first-round picks, and they just have been nothing. And Quentin Johnson uh, may be the most disappointing rookie. Um I, I also put Colby Soares though. That, that was my pick. That was my pick. I think just worst rookie. I being rude to call poor Colby, but I think he was the worst rookie I saw this week. Um, yeah, and like the drop off from yes from Jonah Jackson to him is so massive. It's 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 that's why I want to bring up. It's so big that it could cost the Lions dearly. I think. 
Uh, they need they need to get healthy. I mean, like he keeps saying, like you said, thrust into action, and he's he was bad enough to uh, like negatively affect that game. Um, and I think it's gonna be like a big net negative for the Lions down the stretch. Um, that said, you know, should not be playing, but poor guys got no choice. And there he goes, baby. Um, primetime star. I went with a whole group of guys. I went with the Packers rookies I, against the Lions. I'm glad you did, because that's what I had originally. And I thought that was the most fun, but then I changed it to a singular player to stick to the rule. So I got Jaden Reed, who had uh, 50 yards from scrimmage and a touchdown. Malik Keith, who had yeah, nowhere, baby. 46 quality yards. I, picking up first downs over the middle. He looks good. Day, he's, my, he's my out of nowhere prospect, yeah. Day of the Egg Bowl, he played a, at both Ole Miss and Mississippi State. It's king. Um, That's goat shit, yeah. Tucker Craft <laughs> had that kind of layup he touchdown. Yep. Uh, Carl Brooks had the forced fumble. Yep. Uh, and uh, Carrington Valentine, I thought, like, wasn't horrible. Like, he, he wasn't amazing. <laughs> but he, he, held he was up. okay. Yeah, they won. Um, I also thought Jack Campbell play one of his better games. I didn't think he was too bad. He was okay. He Say something. My narrative. He doesn't fit my narrative. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm sorry. Why doesn't fit your narrative? Okay. Well, he's not a Packers rookie. Oh, you're going just Packers. I'm sorry. I thought yeah, just, just Packers rookies. Okay. Because I, I think them stepping up like that. Yeah, huge. Is a big reason they beat the Lions. Huge. No, I thought Jordan Love being good. Yeah, Love was great. No, I thought you were doing like just a Thanksgiving feast smorgasbord of rookies between the the Lions and the Packers. Uh, it was so much fun in that game when it was just I think the first three touchdowns were rookies, if I remember correctly, off the top of the dome. Uh, yeah, that was a fun. That was a good one. I'm going singular performance. This man uh, maybe wasn't like a massive statistical game, but Zay Flowers just just kind of you know uh, kind of took that game over. I know it wasn't huge, but had had two touches, and that was that was the difference. Um, had the, that sick touchdown run at the end to seal the game. Had the the, the other touchdown. Um, I forget who he just beat. I think it was just like a little slant route for the for the touchdown. But yeah, Zay was great. I mean. It was only 25 receiving on five catches. I like to see them really expand him, you know, it, it, as a more like, I don't know, more of a complete receiver because he's shown it in, 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 in bits and pieces. I just like to see a whole complete receiving performance from him, but they don't have to do it. <laughs> They're a damn good team, and um, when you got Zay bookending touchdowns like that, you know that you're going to win the game, and he, he pulled it off. Uh Going to underwhelming performance. I'm going with Dewan Jones against the Broncos. Mm. Where I just think he's clearly injured and like it's slowing. He's already a mammoth of a man, not the most agile person in the world. It's like clearly hindering his ability to reach his landmarks and pass pro. And I, I thought he just kind of struggled a little bit against the Broncos. Like it's not like something I'm gonna hammer him for because he's been incredible. And this was coming off a game against the Steelers where he rotated in just to periodically shut T.J. Watt down. So yeah. <laughs> um, he was due for a game where he would look to you in, though. He's been yeah. the, the best rookie no one's talked about this year. He's just been banged up, too, and he's still yeah. playing better than every other tackle. Um, so I, I put Quentin Johnson. I kind of double-teamed the most disappointing first-round picks. Uh, Johnson looks like an absolute bust, and Tyree Wilson has just offered nothing. Um, I think he, he played like a decent amount this week against the Chiefs. Um, the Raiders' defense was hanging in. But it wasn't him doing much. Like, Koontz is a much better player than him. Obviously, Max Crosby's Max Crosby. Um, that looks like a nothing pick for the Raiders. He had a he had a decent tackle in the run game late on Pacheco. But other than that, man, he just really. I think the. I think they've been the two most underwhelming rookies with maybe with Bryce Young. You know. 
Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think so. Um, my looks like a hit is Cedric Tillman this week because nice. out of nowhere he pops off for four catches, fifty-five yards, all in the first half. Looked really smooth in his routes for a bigger receiver, which was a something we we. I think most people were mentioning pre-draft with him um, and had this great play after the catch. I just love to see them get him involved more. He like, yeah, is a very nice compliment to Amari Cooper with his size and his yep. ability to to win over the middle. Yeah, I totally agree. They do need to get him more involved. Um, I'm going with uh, Kobe Turner, who has been really really solid for the Rams. Um, not as you know consistently good as Byron Young, but has has had some prof- impressive performances. I thought he looked really good this week. Two sacks um, uh, against the Cards, and I thought just a really really strong run performance. And if he can keep that up, uh, that's just another feather in this. Like, I don't know. I feel like the Rams draft class is getting a little underappreciated now because um, obviously Puka's been getting all the headlines, and he's kind of I don't know. He hasn't been as productive, um, and not this week again. But like. You know that the young and Turner have have turned into something too. So I just want to give them some sh- give them a shout out there, Rob. Uh, my looks like a miss is Joey Porter Jr. I wasn't high enough on him. Um, he has been exactly what the Steelers have needed. Uh, I know it was Jake Browning at quarterback, but he had this great PBU play where he kind of came off a slant to uh, read this like outlet pass to the flats, broke it up. Um, Gave up just 36 receiving yards. He's been, I think the stat was, the next-gen stat was, like, he uh, gives up the least uh, separation in the NFL. And man, That's impressive. This year. And he hasn't been too flag-heavy. He's had a couple, but not as much as, like, you know, you could have, you know, if, you're, if you were being on the negative side, that's something you could have anticipated, right? And he's been yeah. pretty solid. Uh, I'm going with double wide receivers here. One who's been good all year long, and one who really broke out this week because because he got Tommy D at the helm, and that's uh, Jalen Hyatt, who had five for 109 uh, against th- this mighty Patriots team. Really, really, really like just good performance. I uh, was kind of getting it, it done in multiple ways. It wasn't just that one trick go route, dude. At all, I thought it was a really good performance. Had a couple of good plays down the field. Made a couple of really great catches. But also, like, they're kind of, like, just get let him work underneath and um, showing what he can do, obviously, speedster. But with the ball in his hand, picking up first downs. I thought a really good performance from him. Um, that's big going down the stretch in this, like, weird-ass Giants receiving core. Like, I- I'm a big Wendell Robinson fan, but he had a horrible game, I thought. And Hyatt stepped up. Uh, that's something to be said. And also, how about Rasheed Rice? I know we've talked about that a lot this year, that I, I definitely was not high enough on him. Um... And again, another really strong performance against the Raiders. Did have two drops, but eight catches, 107, and a touchdown. The touchdown was really nice catch and run, uh, showing that explosiveness, what he can do with the ball in his hands. Uh, didn't didn't give him enough credit for that. Um, didn't give him enough credit like for a lot of things. And he again, he's been easily the best receiver for the Kansas City Chiefs this year on a Super Bowl potential, Super Bowl or bust type of squad, obviously. And you know, if he can step up huge, he can be one of the most important rookies down the stretch and into the playoffs in the NFL. A rookie who needs to be more important than he was this past week on Monday Night Football against the Bears is Jordan Addison. I got the exact same one. I, he was close to my worst he rookie. Needs to step it up. Ten targets, six catches, 39 yards. Drop was just... He's kind of 
after being so hot early on, yeah. he's kind of struggled a little bit. In not struggled, but like not been nearly as like he looked like he was one of the five best offensive rookies yeah. at one point. But it, over like his last five games, four games, it's been a little uneven, um, including having a few drops. Uh, Justin Jefferson's likely coming back this week. That should help him. Uh, but yeah, I just like I thought he was going to toast the Bears. Me too, and yeah, he was one of the reasons they lost. Um, right off the bat, had almost that awesome great grab down the field that I, he might have caught. They didn't really look at the it. Where he stepped out? No, no, no. Early, early in the game, um, the first first possession, he I, it, he went deep, and it was kind of double coverage. Uh, great, good throw, good oh, catch, yeah, but yeah. kind of like they, they ruled a hitch ground. I think he did catch it, but ruled incomplete. Um, and then, like, he had the one hard throw off his hands. Should have been caught. It was a pick. Like, Dobbs, <laughs> Dobbs ripped it. What a throw. But he has to hold on. And then, I, I don't know if you remember this one, but had a bad drop on a third down uh, on the sideline. But there was a holding on the defense on the other side of the field. Got bailed down on that. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. And then, obviously, the wide open deep. Like, he didn't even try to stay in bounds. I don't like know what the hell like that Dobbs was. put it too far out. But yeah. Like, Addison should have had that in. Dobbs, it wasn't a good throw, but he got it enough to where, like, you expect your first-round rookie to make that play, and he didn't even try to. Really, Colby Swords was just so bad he had to get put there. But Addison, I think, was the most um, negatively impactful rookie for, like, a guy that you have expectations for. Yeah, well said. Um, not ready to play. I'm going with uh, Titans rookie left tackle Jalen Duncan. Yeah. Who the Panthers, <laughs> Brian Burns and the boys... He wasn't bad enough to lose them the game, but man, he yeah. looked. So, he like the best way to put it is he just looked unbalanced. Like That's he not just, good. it felt like he was like always just like kind of falling backwards. But Will Levis would get it <laughs> off. Um, I thought he really struggled to sustain blocks in the run game. There were some like good reps where you're like, man, he is big and he is athletic. Yeah, there is something here, but he is just not ready to put be starting in the NFL. Like you just speed to power him, and he is he's like falling backwards and. Uh, he just yeah really struggled to sustain blocks in the run game. Yeah, I, I said perfect because I went with the other uh, rookie tackle that got thrust into their first action of the season. And that's Jets uh, tackle Carter Warren. They got the start at uh, left side, and I don't know. I didn't think he was again. I didn't think he was awful, awful, but he wasn't good. <laughs> it's hard to get nitpicky because the Jets' offense line is terrible. The Jets' offense is terrible. It's the franchise is terrible. You know, Tipman's not playing playing very strongly either. We haven't talked about him too much, but. No, I just didn't think he looked quite ready there. Had that big false start on a fourth and two. Um, I don't know. Just, just I don't know, didn't think not ready to play is the way to put it, Rob. Uh, yeah, no, I I'm with you on that. Um, best day three rookies. I didn't have like a lot to put here. Uh, Nick Herbig only played three snaps against the Bengals. Had a six sack where he triggered downhill uh, when Brandon got out of the pocket and, and he was in coverage and he got downhill so fast. Io Chivas uh, for the Bengals yeah. had a nice catch, 16 yards. And Jalen Brooks keeps popping up every once in a while for the Cowboys. Had a 24-yard grab against the Commanders. Uh, that's a good one. I, I didn't really have too many guys either. I thought, like, the day three rookies kind of did not show up huge. Um, Aiden O'Connell is my best day three rookie. <laughs> Throw it in, baby. Realistically, yeah. Yeah. Uh, best UDFA rookie, Ivan Pace Jr., Pace was great. That sack was awesome. Just Olaid Roshan Johnson. Uh, looking like the senior bull reps. That was great. And um, also, I think we got to put Keaton Mitchell. Uh, I'm saving him for something. Okay. 
Okay. Okay. I'll save him too then. I love Keaton Mitchell, so I just want to. I'm ready to talk about him. Um, rookies who flash. I had DJ Turner who. Yeah, that was a hell of a play. Did everything he could to 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 win the game against mm-hmm. the Steelers. He had the great forced incompletion yeah. on Deontay Johnson in the end zone. Then he scooped up the fumble in which Deontay Johnson didn't pay attention. Um, he also had another PBU. Uh, he's he's been pretty damn good. This season, I think he's like been as good as you can hope for a debut yeah. uh, corner. I think so. Um, I put Devin Witherspoon here too. Flashy, flashy. I don't know. Maybe you disagree. Who? Okay. JSN had a sick catch. Yeah, that catch was sick. No, Witherspoon was solid. It's just he got beat on the Ayuk. Yeah. I think it's good. Ayuk is very good. I put Zay Flowers, who you already mentioned. Um, Okay, I wasn't going to talk about him, but I thought Roshan Johnson looked better than he has in a while. Obviously, he was banged up, but I give him some credit there. Looked pretty good catching the ball. Um, Also, I thought Paris Johnson had another nice day, maybe his his best of the season, and he's stacking them together now since Kyler Murray's been back. He stepped up big. Got to give him credit. Um, I was going to mention that JSN, that catch was unreal. Um, Clyde Kansi's making some plays. He's getting to the quarterback. They get four pressures, had a sack, but he's really bad against the run, and I think that's what you knew when you are taking him. Um, so he's been kind of as advertised, um, to me at least, and you just got to weigh that against, uh, is, is it worth it? Um, <laughs> uh, and then I will give you one more. Uh, Deontay Banks, who's been putting, also been putting together some solid games, I thought. Uh, had a really nice interception, toe tapper on the sideline, and just looked really good in coverage. I think he gave a three catch, and they're kind of all underneath little garbage things. Um, Banks was good. Uh, I don't know, Rook. Jason Brownlee showing up on yeah. the first Black <laughs> Friday game ever, catching two passes for 20 yards. That's my guy out of Southern Miss. I was happy to see him. That's a good one. I uh, I went with Malik Keith. We are top of Malik Keith. That was, like you said, you the framed it perfectly King. with the egg bowl king, yeah. Uh, okay, my start the rookie is Keaton Mitchell, and Correct. more so just like get him more touches. So against the Chargers, nine carries, sixty-four yards, two catches, twenty-five yards. Explosive boy. Six yeah. since week nine, over four games, he has rushed for two hundred sixty-nine yards, at sixty-one uh, receiving yards, four touchdowns, averaging nine point seven per touch. In those four games, he is averaging eight point seven five touches for eighty-two and a half yards in a score. He needs more touches. You should get him ten, like eight carries, two then two to maybe more than that. Ten carries, four catches a game. Like I don't know, Gus Edwards is a touchdown score machine, and free money for any time. <laughs> like, I, I think I they're working feel, up to it now. You know, yeah, maybe they're saving him, and they have a bye week this week, and, and, yeah. and they play the Rams in week fourteen. Uh, I just really want to see more. I honestly, I gotta give the major kudos just to the fact that he came off, you know, the, uh, the injury, and they immediately gave him a look. You know, like I, I respect that. Um, I don't know. I didn't really have anyone good to to, to hammer the table for here this week. Um, let's just let, get as many starting rookie tackles as we can. Let's let's talk about these guys because they make content, Rob. That's all that matters to me. Good or bad, you just want them on the That's field. It. Amen.